These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hi, everybody. This is the Keishi Tapes podcast. This is episode 108. I'm John Hewlett, and there is... Favaz. Hi, John. All right, let's see. Today, we're going to go back to 2015 when comedian Jeff Foxworthy called the radio station one morning to promote something. Yes, we're going to find out what that something is. Jeff Foxworthy, a comedian who uh, whose slug line was, you might be a redneck if yeah. he used to do that. He was also the host of uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yes. I think so. Mm-hmm. And just a, just a funny guy, man. Yeah. He's good. He's made a lot of money. Yes, he's, he's made a lot of money. He's done very well. And I remember him from back in the day, too. And I've got uh, a good story about him and Al Canal, who, who used to bring the comedians in. Uh, when they came to Casey one day in the uh, annex building, I, w- I was working, and uh, yeah. I've got a good story there. Yeah, we so. knew we knew Jeff back uh, before he was a superstar, and that comes up in this interview. My partner at the time on the morning show was Learn. Uh, it's now Favaz. So uh, let's go back in time and hear this interview and see how it went. Hello, this is Casey Radio. Hey there, it's Jeff Foxworthy. Hi, Jeff Foxworthy. Hi, Jeff Foxworthy. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, I'm, I'm you, man, and that's Learn right there. I, I, it, I thought it was Learn. I mean, it <laughs> yes. looked like Learn. You know, oh, yeah. Kind of a long way away, but I'm like, dang, that looks like Learn. Yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> she's pretty. I know. Hey, Jeff, I don't know if you uh, remember. I feel like I've been stalking you from afar, but I've been here at Casey Radio since, well, going back to 1976, but in the late 80s, early 90s, you used to come to our station here at Union Station and do the morning show with us. I know you've done a lot of radio stations. Pretty regularly I used to come there. Yes. From, from the good old funny bone. That's right. That's right. And uh, I was doing the show, I guess I guess most of the times Smash was here in the morning with me, Smash yeah. and the U-Man. I don't know if you remember those days. Uh, I do remember that. I sure do. Aww. Fantastic. Glad to hear that. And and then I've watched you, you know, do so well over the years after that, and I said, you know what? I know that guy, and he's a nice guy, <laughs> and he's a nice guy, and I'm glad for every damn good thing that's happened for yeah, him. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's so kind, man. Well, you know, and we've gotten away with this for a long time it's we a, haven't had we haven't had to get a job picking up heavy stuff so i'm like <laughs> keep your head down and your mouth shut Let's keep going. that's the key it is amazing yeah. with, to any longevity at a job keep your head down keep your mouth shut yeah and just do the best work you can yeah, yeah, yeah and that's all you gotta do cross your fingers hope it works you've yeah. been able to do how have you uh i mean you were a funny guy back then, no doubt about it. But how have you been able to come up with all this material over these years? I mean, you must look back at a at a package of of what you've done and go, "Damn, how did I do all that?" Yeah, well, yeah, because when you're in the middle of it, you're just going. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because you love what you do. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I'm Larry the Cable Guy, and I have a new. Uh, channel on Sirius XM, and so one of the things that I've been doing is just, I just want to interview comedians. Just, I mean, you know, for everybody from Bob Newhart, but the other day I was talking to Kathleen Madigan, and I'm like, you know, you've been... St. Louis, by the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so funny for so long, and she said, look, my life goals were to travel, drink beer, and talk to people. I have the perfect job. I don't want to do anything else. And, <laughs> And 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 I've always kind of felt like that. You know, and the funny thing about comedy is I tell my musician friends, I said, if you write four hits, you can play to your 90 because people will, will they'll sit through the new stuff just to hear the hits. Yeah. I said, but for a comedian, it's the opposite. Oh, it, yeah. You know, if I do a new HBO special or a blue-collar tour or a new album, 
people go, oh, that was funny. What have you got new? And so, <laughs> right. That's got to be so hard, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, but, but it's the truth. It's like a comedian can't rely on old stuff because you've, you've heard it. Yes. But when you hear a song, you go, oh, I love that. But when you hear the spoken word like that, it's, right. it's a different story. Like, like hearing the old, same old joke over and over. Yeah. It's just not going to work anymore. Yep. That's, that's incredible pressure when you, th- when you think about it that I way. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. All, you're constantly, you know, just reloading. And, but thankfully, I just, it, th- that was never hard for me. I just yeah. always assumed, hey, if I thought it or my wife said it or my family did it, surely there were other people out there like us. We talked to Larry the Cable Guy yesterday, and he said that both you and he, this show that's coming to the Peabody Opera House, is all new stuff. Oh, so he's, he was coming to town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All new yeah. stuff. And I said... Let's both go sit down and write brand new hours. I mean, brand new stuff. And let's go out and do this together. But instead of doing the big arenas, you know, if we're going to bring out the stools at the end and take questions, let's do it in in more intimate places instead of these, you know, ten and 12,000-seat arenas. And so that's what we're doing. I'm so pumped up about it. We've been thinking. No, what is it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that we've been thinking. Well, that's what we decided to call it because when I said – all right, we got to write all new stuff. And Larry's like, oh, i got to sit down and think. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we'll call it the We've Been Thinking Tour. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Fantastic. That's coming in town to the Peabody Opera House Friday, October 30th. And do you usually get in town pretty early? Because we would love to have you stop by the show if you're actually in town that morning. I will promise you this. If I am in town, I w- would love to come back and sit with you all a while. Aww. That'd be great. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, okay. Tickets go on sale this Friday, by the way. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, that's today. Today, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Yes. Yeah, 10 right. o'clock today. It is Friday. Thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, continued good luck to you and tremendous success, Jeff. And uh, thanks for the phone call this morning. We know you're busy, man. And thank you for having me. I appreciate good talking to you again. And we didn't have much time with him. He was doing a bunch of... I think that was a record movies. for shortest one. Yeah, it was pretty short. It probably there was probably a longer version of it that was edited for air. So I'll right. have to find the longer one. Maybe and we and then we can redo this. No. <laughs> so my story, I, I, I was when I was running the board or whatever for you and Smash back in the day, mm-hmm. and Jeff Foxworthy came with Al Canal. So I went down. We were in the annex building. I went down to let them in, and you know I knew who Al was. So hi, you know Al, and, and you know he introduced me to Jeff Foxworthy. And they were stoned out of their minds. How do I know? Because they reeked like crazy. <laughs> and it was just funny. And I don't remember anything about him, uh, you know, being on the air with you guys or, or no. whatever. But that was just funny to me yeah. that, they, that those two showed up at like, it was early. I mean, yeah. it was oh, yeah. like seven, seven thirty in the morning, and they were there. Well, that's you know, it's one of the keys you, when you see somebody like that in the entertainment business who usually works late at night when they're willing to get up early in the morning and on a on a semi regular basis, I would say, because just about every time he came to town, Al would bring him into the studio. And right. He, I mean, we were really on first name basis back then. I mean, he's, I don't expect him to remember that. You sure. Know, in twenty fifteen, but we all were, right. and uh, you know, he, you could tell back then that he had a certain work ethic about him and a drive about him and a talent, you know, because I thought he was damn funny back then, for sure. And uh, you could tell that he was, you know, one of the good ones. Now, I never foresaw that he was going to become the superstar that he became, but, uh, I, I, you know, I was, I was happy for him for what he accomplished because, man, that guy has done really, really well. Um, how much do you think he's worth? I don't know. He seems to have a good business acuity about him too. I'm going to say he's probably worth about uh, twenty-five to thirty million. More doesn't surprise me. 
Fifty million more. A hundred million. That's it. Wow. Hundred million. Jeff Foxworthy. That is crazy. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. I wonder what. I wonder what he was worth back then. I mean, you know, I'm sure back in Nothing. '91 or '92, he he was not worth cer- no. certainly even close to what he's worth now. But no. that is just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Him and all those guys in that group, I think, have, the Blue Collar Tour or yeah. whatever they call and it. And some of that stuff, I don't think, is that funny. Yeah. But, you know the. The country. I love when country humor meets city humor, you know, like Green Acres right. and stuff like that. Yeah, I think right. it's that it could be really funny. That's yeah, your favorite show. And, <laughs> and I think Jeff, <laughs> really, of, of all those guys, pulls it off in a more intellectual way. Yeah. And the other guys, it's kind of, it's dumbed down sometimes too far down. Like Larry the Cable Guy. Yes, yeah, too I, far I down. I just, uh, get her done. I just, I, I, th- yeah. he's never been really, really funny to me. Yeah. But Jeff Fox, Foxworthy, yes, yep. for sure. And worth $100 million. Wow, yeah, that's wow. fantastic. I'd All marry right. him. Would you marry him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least hang out with him. I don't know about marrying him. But... All right, uh, that's. Well, I, I believe, John, if you married him, that's the only way to his money. That's true, too. That's why. Yeah. Well, I'm not the gold digger you are, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to episode 108 of the Casey Tapes. It's a shorty today. And that was Jeff Foxworthy. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman and on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett. And we'll see you next week. Yep. AMF. Bye. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.